Well, I'll do Insufficient Correction, and then April will do the other one. Sweet Blue Flowers. I've already forgotten it. Oh, God. <laughs> Corey needs to go to bed. <laughs> I think we all do. Welcome back to Manga New Ears. I'm Corey. Helen and April are with me as always. Hello. Hi, everybody. And uh, there's a bit of a change in programming. As it turns out, the library website has lied to April. Uh, they do not have Nasco of the Valley of the Wind there. <laughs> so Yes, uh, they did lie. I took yeah. a trip to the library and they lied. So here we are. <laughs> uh, well, Helen and I also forgot to reread it if we were going to at all. So we are instead going to do Insufficient Direction, the manga by Moyoko Ano, chronicling uh, her marriage to Hideaki Ano. Uh, Sweet Blue Flowers is still going to be on the back half, but um, I will be here to introduce Insufficient Direction to you, which I vaguely remember, and I reread the first couple chapters of the book just before we started recording, and also during some technical difficulties, as I had the opportunity. Um, but this is, as I said, a manga about uh, Moyokano's marriage to Hideaki Ano, and and uh, for those that don't know, Hideo is the person who directed His and Her Circumstances, Neon Genesis Evangelion, among several other things that I don't remember off the top of my head. And this is like her her descent into otakudom by being married to this huge otaku. And like she, in one of the early chapters, she's worried that she hasn't seen Aegon yet, so how can she be a good bride? Uh, and they, uh, he is daydreaming about dressing up as common Rider as the groom. <laughs> um, it's an all-around kind of silly and funny manga for me, but Helen April, you both mentioned that you do not like this as much. What, uh, what didn't grasp you about it? I just didn't find Anno that funny. He just seemed, like, really, really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really weird since... I think the only series I've seen that he's directed is Evangelion. I haven't seen his and her circumstances... I think he also did Nadia, Secret of the Blue Water, which I haven't seen yet. So, like, my only experience with him are these, like, really pretentious, super serious series that I also didn't like that much. And his idea of humor just sort of, yee, be a whack ball, which just was <laughs> not rolling for me. What about you, uh, Yeah, where do you go from there? Um, I think it's similar for me. Um I thought it was funny. I just felt like it got repetitive after a certain point. Um, it just seems like he does random weird things and then they sing a lot. And it just seems like that goes on for like a, a number of chapters. So I just wasn't really compelled to like, uh, want to read a whole, whole bunch of it. I think that they're a cute couple. Um, and I feel like I've seen nerdy couples like that before. Um, but it just, it just really didn't. It didn't really compel me to want to uh, to want to read a whole bunch of it. I have to admit their lol randomness of being a couple does actually remind me of some couples I follow on YouTube who vlog. And it, it reminds me a little bit of that. But for some reason, it comes off better in real life than it did in this comic. 
I could say, at least from the chapters that I remember, this just being a prosy video, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but longer. Yeah, and more, like, mistyping Naruto or Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I actually like his videos, though. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, if uh, the couple doesn't really grasp you, then the comic itself would not be that funny. Um, I thought they were pretty charming, um, just kind of being nerds together. I remember liking it when I read it the first time, but I also don't remember much about it, so maybe it didn't leave a lasting impression on me, but now rereading it, it was still pretty funny. So. Well, I think it's, it's kind of like... It's kind of weird to talk about the particular characters in the story or how you don't uh, sort of uh, grasp the couple or really care for them because they're actual real people. So it's like, well, are we talking about people's actual personalities or them as characters? So that's a little awkward. Like, oh, I just really can't stand this character because they're actual people in a relationship. But but yeah, um, it's it's cute. It just it just didn't do it for me this time. Although. um some of the, the nerd references are cool. I mean, it's pretty busy. There's a lot going on on most of the pages, and it makes me wonder if they both just have a lot going on internally. It's sort of like he's there to completely sort of be himself, and she's there to just kind of rein it in when he gets a little too carried away. So that dynamic is always cute, but yeah. I find it funny that this isn't even like the only piece of media out there with a fictionalized Hideki Anno in there. <laughs> because, like, he makes, like, that sort of kind of cameo in Shirobaku, but he's also, I think, like, the main antagonist in the J-drama Blue Blazes, so... Oh, that's I, right! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's nearly as weird in that. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't but seen yeah. that either. But yeah, I felt like in some ways the meta-ness of it was funnier for me. Although... Even there, I haven't actually read many of Moyoko Ano's other works. There's a couple of them available in English. And I think the only one I've really enjoyed was Sugar Sugar Rune, which is like her magical girl witch series, which Udon said they licensed ages ago but hasn't put out yet. Yeah, yeah that definitely so that, doesn't that doesn't feel like her like other works. It's definitely different. <laughs> yeah, because her other works that I know tend to be a bit more mature and darker. And these are adult characters, but she literally depicts herself as a baby wearing a romper. So, <laughs> And the character's name is just Romper. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, romances don't usually do it for me, especially when it's, like, heavily couple-focused. Like, there usually needs to be, like, a really strong element of comedy in there. Like, Horimiya, I think, has a lot of comedy in there and a lot of drama. But this, just pure romance, just does not interest me <laughs> at all. It's nice that they are a happily married couple. That's definitely nice. Yeah. And it does show that once you're married, even once you're in a relationship, the relationship doesn't have to be boring. It can be very weird and fun. <laughs> oh, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the first page of this book is uh, one of those anime disclaimers. All characters appearing in this work are fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental. So ah. who knows how much of this is actually real, but... I think this very is very coincidental then. <laughs> yeah, I think this is very based in their relationship and how <laughs> weird Yakiano is. He certainly makes more of an impression than um Moyoko Ano does. Although I think it's like April said, she's there, it seems like more to rein him in, so it makes right. sense that he would leave the greater impression then. She spends more time reacting to him than he does reacting to her. That's true. That's true. At least yeah, at least from what I read, that's that's definitely true. Although 
it's sort of like this. It's not one of those things where she reigns him in because she's annoyed with him. It seems like she really like is at least fond of the person that he is. You have you have couples that sort of one of them reigns the other end, but that's because the other person is getting on their nerves. Um, and that doesn't seem like it's the case here. Yeah, it's that, like that loving, sighing eye roll that you give to a significant other when they're doing something stupid, but you're like, this is endearing in an annoying way. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I see yeah, Dana yeah. doing that to you on Twitter all the time. Uh, yep. <laughs> Basically every tweet I make. <laughs> Corey is the, uh, is the Hidekiano of his relationship. That's true. <sighs> well, yeah, there isn't much to... Uh, bygone here, but do either of you have any closing thoughts on, on the manga? Not especially. With one-shots, it's a little harder to find much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Even when we talked about Solonin, that's a very thick one-shot, so that was a little easier. Yeah. In case we haven't already mentioned it, this is available for free on Crunchyroll if you have a subscription that lets you read manga, so you can easily check it out. I don't know. Does this have a print release anywhere in the U.S.? Yeah. I'm pretty Vertical. sure. Vertical. Oh, Vertical did put this out as well? Okay. Yeah, I have it in my hands. Mm. Okay, definitely then. Um, as far as final thoughts for me, I mean, it's always good to see sort of mature couples in manga, but I think it's just one of those one shots that's gonna, um, uh, appeal to a particular group. Um, maybe people that are already fans of Ano as the director of uh, Evangelion, but beyond that, it just, it, it didn't really kick off for me. Yeah, I think this is gonna hit with people who like Ano, Hideaki Ano, uh, the director, and it's also going to be a little off-putting and weird for people who like Moyoka Ano, the, the mangaka. I don't think I've read any of her other stuff, but um, I'll certainly try it eventually. I know Dana likes Honey, honey, honey Rune. What is it called? Sugar Sugar Rune. Sugar Sugar Rune. Well, whatever. We're close. Uh, uh, close. <laughs> Alright, uh, let's take a short break, and then we'll be back to talk about Sweet Blue Flowers. Revisiting Takako Shimura. Okay, everybody, we're back. Uh, and the second series we were going to talk about today is Sweet Blue Flowers. It's a Yuri manga by Takako Shimura. Um, and this particular author, I think, is one of the first um, that we're going to actually have talked about twice. Because um, we talked about uh, Wandering Sun a few weeks ago. Um, but this um, is a newer series from Viz. It came out last month. Um, and it focuses on, and I want to make sure I get their names correct, uh, childhood friends Fumi and Akira. Um, I think they both start high school in this case, but they are in different high schools. Um, and they actually meet up uh, on the train. So they had sort of a, a childhood friendship and they sort of remember each other and they bump into each other on the train um, as they start school. Um, so it sort of follows them sort of re-getting to know each other and the uh the relationship that they build as they're a little bit older. Um, Fumi also uh, begins a relationship with another 
uh, girl that she's at school with. So it's sort of balancing that and balancing her relationship with Akira. Um, this is the first time for me that I've been introduced to this series. It had an anime adaptation that looks like back in maybe 2009. I think it's still on Crunchyroll, um, but I hadn't actually seen it. So this is my first time. Um, I liked it. I thought it was really cute. Uh, I was glad to see it come out from Viz, but I'm kind of curious to see what you all think, especially if you all were previously exposed to it. I've read, I've seen the anime before, and so I thought I remembered it pretty well. But holy cow, Sumi is so gay. She's so, so gay. I do not remember her being this gay. <laughs> I saw like, you say that on Twitter, and I hadn't finished it yet. I'm like, I don't care when you get into it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, Sumi, just, we don't see her questioning at all that she has these crushes on other girls. We don't see her questioning it at all. She, she's just accepted it. And I, I need to go back and rewatch the anime, since I do have it. Um, it's been released by... Um, right stuff that yeah. I haven't watched in a while. So I'm curious, like if I just forgot over the years or not, since uh, this first volume we are looking at, it's um, the omnibus that this is putting out. So I think it covers about everything. The anime covered in two volumes. Oh, the whole, the whole, it actually covers the whole anime. Cause I haven't seen it. Uh, well, the, I think the full manga was about eight volumes or so in Japan. Uh-huh. And from what I recall of the anime, I think it covered just these two volumes, maybe a bit more material, oh. but I think oh. there's some uh, elements later in this volume, which I remember coming towards the end of the anime. Gotcha. Okay. I have not watched the anime. So this was the first time I have read or watched this. I did accidentally buy the anime twice on one of Right Stuff's sales. <laughs> Wait, you haven't watched it, but you bought it twice? Yes. Like... <laughs> yep, that is uh, a thing I do. I think that's just the life of an anime and manga fan in general, at least some of us anyway. Yeah. You're telling me you guys don't just have spreadsheets that say everything you've got? No, I just look at my shelf or remember. I have like a fairly okay memory when it comes to the things that I own, but when it comes to like... Uh, somewhere between uh, anniversaries and birthdays and things that I own. It's just like a huge black where I don't remember anything. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, what did, what did you think of this first volume? Uh, I did really like this first volume. I had, I don't know if this was the case for all of you, but I had a, a little trouble recognizing who was who for, like, three-fourths of the book. Um, I'm not sure if, like, her art just started to improve or I just started to actually recognize people, but whether I was skimming or the angles, uh, whatever it was, I, I didn't know, like, who these characters were. Oh, she goes from, like, the braided pig, the braided twin tails to having her hair down and, uh, I guess that's, like, the the easiest way I, I identify anime and manga characters is by the hair, and then once they change the hair more than once in a volume, then I get really confused, I guess. <laughs> um, but I, I did like the the volume for, like, being uh, supportive about the lesbian relationships, and it's not um, going into this huge question of what it means to be gay or what it means to be a lesbian, but it's just saying... Or what it means to be bi in the case of uh, the, the one character whose name I forgot. Um, um, Yasuko. Yes. Um, but it's just like, they say, oh, and then, uh, well, I'm here for whatever you need. And that's the end of the conversation. It's not like trying to challenge 
them for being gay or for being bi or whatever. It's very nice. Yeah, since like I said, um, Fumi doesn't seem to really have many qualms about herself liking women, or if, if she does have any, they're on screen very briefly. And Akira, Akira hasn't really thought about people being gay before, so she's not quite trying to handle it. But when another friend points out, well, okay, if I said I was gay, you know, what would you do? And she just goes, oh, I'd support you. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you're being a decent human being then. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there are quite a few other crushes going on in the background of the series since it's set at two all-girls high schools. So yeah. the, the lilies are just blooming everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I felt like even the side cast seemed to be fairly accepting of the idea of queer characters. Like, um, Yasuko, Fumi's girlfriend, brings her over to introduce to her family. And we do see Yasuko's, um, sisters needling her. But I think they were more needling Yasuko herself, since Yasuko might be dating Fumi in, like, a weird rebound relationship. But it seems like they did genuinely like Fumi herself and had no problems with their younger sister dating a girl. Yeah. They just suspected that Yasuko was trying to get over having a crush on one of her sister's fiancés. So there are some awkward relationships in here, I gotta say. There's that, and there's also the fact that Fumi's first love was her cousin who's getting married, and I'm just like, oh god, no, this is too close. That's incest. Too close, too close. Mm, yep, this is definitely weird. Yeah. It's like Japanese uh, thing where it's legal, but it's still weird. Oh, it's legal in parts of the U.S. to marry your first cousin. True, yes, but is. I don't want to think yeah. about how yeah. more fucked up the U.S. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, as someone of a lot of cousins, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, even um, even Akira's brother seems like annoyingly fond of her. I, I, yeah, he, yeah, he seems like a brocon, so, or persistent, <laughs> whichever direction you talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was super weird. <laughs> yes, it is. And then you also yeah. have um, Akira's friend from school, Kyoko, and it seems like her fiancé might have a crush on Akira, but Kyoko definitely is crushing on Yasuko. Okay, and she so knows I, Yasuko I, was crushing I, I, on her former okay, patient. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this is a this is a series of very messy relationships. I feel like some of them are being handled better than others. <laughs> yep. And none of them are well not none of them, but very few of them are resolved or even near being addressed. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um, my friend has seen the anime, and she was like, "I I couldn't keep up with all the girls. There were just too many relationships <laughs> going on." So I don't think that uh, Corey was the only person that just couldn't keep track of uh, everything that was going on. It sort of seems like it's just going to be the two main characters, and it's just like more and more girls. I'm like, there's so many people involved in this, and then you know somebody likes somebody else, and somebody somehow related to somebody else, and it gets to be a lot. Um, I think because the series doesn't necessarily focus on what it means to be gay or LGBT or queer, you it put, there's more of a focus on sort of that drama instead of sort of that coming out process. I mean, it comes up a couple times. Um, I think when Fumi told Akira um, about the girl that she's dating, she mentioned, oh, you came out. But beyond that, it doesn't really come up. And, and like Helen mentioned, her family was particularly um Accepting, like I yeah, would, suppose family that is. Yeah, 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 family. I, I don't family. think Fumi's parents have any idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's because it, when she mentioned, you know, taking her home to meet her family, I thought, oh God, there's no, there's that's who knows how that's going to go. But it went yeah. totally fine. Her, um, her sisters were great. So 
um, it's a nice series. I felt like just to kind of get away from all that and just to sort of, I sort of like the drama of it. I really, I really got kind of absorbed in it and it was, it was a nice read for me, but there are a lot of folks in here. So. Yeah. It's kind of a soap opera like drama when you have so many odd crushes flying around. And again, there's two all girls high schools involved and one of them is putting on plays like Wuthering Heights <laughs> with characters, yeah. you know, playing the guides and everything like. There's even a joke made by a character in the back at that point, like, what, is this Takarazuka? You know? Yeah, they have a couple references to Takarazuka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually didn't have any trouble following which character drew which, but I think I was drawing off of my previous anime knowledge to remember a lot of the relationships. Mm-hmm. That'd probably help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shimura, Shimura's art's kind of undergone a real change in years. Like, if you look at the first few volumes of Wandering Sun, then you look at the last volumes, it's very different. Mm. I don't know if this one's older than Wandering Sun or if it ran concurrently with part of it. By the art style, I don't think it's older, but I'm not sure. Since the anime for this one was made before the anime for Wandering Sun, I do remember that. Mm. Yeah, I'd heard that the anime for this was slow. At least that's what I heard from other people. So I expected this first volume to be slow, um, but it didn't really feel that way. It, it, uh, I, no, this I, first I, volume felt like it was going at a breakneck pace for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. And I heard that the anime was particularly slow. I don't know if I'd heard it from one or two people, but this, yeah, it really flew by. I thought, oh, it's going to take me a little bit to read this. And I mean, once you get into it, it goes by pretty fast. At least for me, it did. Yeah, there's so much going on. So many characters being introduced, so many relationships happening. And then they're like right in the midst of the school festival. So. <laughs> Wandering Sun was 2002 to 2013, and Sweet Blue Flowers was 20, I mean, 2004 to 2013. So she was doing okay. these at the same time. Yes, and uh, I guess it was right based on the art style. Yeah. I hope she has a lot of assistance. Yeah, I hope she does too. No, the only thing I was going to say is I was trying to remember if the relationships in high school, at least when I was in high school, were this dramatic, and I want to say that they weren't. But I, I don't know. It's been a while. So I, I the dramas know. in my high school were the relationship dramas in my high school is different. Like two friends who said they had like had said for like three years, oh, we don't like each other, like suddenly revealing that they actually did both mutually like each other later. Yeah. And then, oh, God, there was some drama post high school about various parents not wanting them to use birth control and stuff like that. Oh, so <laughs> we had American brand drama there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but at least in this, I mean, it seems like everybody sort of gets pulled into that drama. There's even the the teacher that sort of is enmeshed in it a little bit. And then, you know, there are long glances and missed opportunities and all of that. So um, it's definitely a, um, a dramatic series. Is it a series that you think you would recommend to other folks or that you would pick up the second volume, which that's not due out for a while, but. Yes, to both accounts. Um, I do particularly want to see more of the teacher since I'm wondering if he led Yasuko on or not. Mm-hmm. She seems really heartbroken over that. So I do wonder if he was leading her on, which would be really scummy. Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely recommend it to people because like the, the for God's sake, the series, series actually even says lesbian and bisexual. Like it even says the words. I, in yeah, there. I was really surprised by that. That really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I would definitely be recommending it to people like that. Like, yeah, this is a series of female-female relationships. Some of them are okay. Some of them are kind of questionable. I will let you decide how you feel about them on your own. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, I agree. Uh, On a 
technical note. Uh, if I recall, Sweet Blue Flowers had quite a troubled publication history. Um, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> it first was licensed by that online... J-Manga. J-Manga. Um, and they made a big deal about it coming out, too. They were going to try and do a lot of it, but then the plug was pulled on J-Manga not too long after they put out the first volume, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure and then, I bought that first volume on J-Manga. And then, you just had bad luck with this <laughs> this whole franchise. <laughs> and then DMP also licensed it, but they only put out the first volume, I think. So, and, that was also and they've just been quiet. Yeah, and DMP has been kind of weird for the past few years. Like, I just heard like some shady business practices from them. Oh, yep. So it was kind of nice to hear. Oh, Viz is picking it up. Like, oh, good, a solid, reliable publisher is picking this one up. <laughs> And it's an omnibus, so uh, it's eight mm-hmm. volumes total, so there are only four of these. And this well, and it's a nice omnibus of that, too. It's got, like, sort of the, I guess they're called French flaps, and they have some color pages on it. So there, it's a nice uh, omnibus. And Viz recently had um, a nice article up about it. Like, they wrote specifically about this series, and that's kind of what uh, cued me to remember that this was actually coming out. So it has gotten... Um, a good amount of love from Viz, and it's part of the Viz signature line. So it, uh, that that line had series um, like Monster, or like Oku. Um, so it's gotten it's gotten a nice treatment. So I, I'm glad for that. Yeah, yeah, it did feel like a bit of a surprising license for Viz, since mm. I don't think they have any other Yuri titles. I might be misremembering, but I don't think they do. They and they have, haven't. They have that. Oh gosh, what was it? I think it's them that After Hours. Oh right, yeah, they did also. Yeah, yeah they yeah. did put that out this summary, right? Do but have, um, do they have a Yuri imprint? No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. nobody has a Yuri imprint. I, I think they have a Yaoi one, don't they? Yeah, yeah they have a Yaoi one. Okay. Yeah, they've got Sublime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they haven't even published any of um Shimura's previous work since Wandering Suns, the only one that's been picked up in the U.S. and that was by Fantagraphics. So it's interesting to see them actually starting to get into the Yuri market, and I embrace yeah. it, that because there are plenty of Yuri, good Yuri titles out there I want to get licensed, and Seven Seas can't license all of them, we know. So. They seem like they want to try, yeah. but I don't They are definitely yeah. trying, <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if that was because of the uptick from Seven Seas. Um, I'm glad for it, and I'm especially glad for this year, just because I'd heard it's one of the better ones, and it, it seems that way. So um, I'm glad to see it. I don't know if we have... Um, sort of any last minute thoughts or if we've covered them all. I'm I feel like Shimura respects her characters, mm. which is part of the reason why I think Sweet Blue Flowers and Wandering Sun have the cult audiences that they do. And I don't feel like every uh, manga cop respects their characters sometimes. But this one, it's like even with some relationships, I think, in the story that are kind of messed up, I can kind of respect the characters as confused teenagers making bad decisions. It doesn't just feel completely like it's being driven by a soap opera plot. Right. Yeah, I would agree with that. With both uh, Wandering Sun and Sweet Blue Flowers now, there are uh, a lot of good representations of LGBT individuals. Uh, some not as good, but, you know. I think it's good to have representation both ways. <laughs> um, yeah. That some of the relationships are not uh, the most functional and that some are. Um, I don't know if I have any particular closing thoughts that I haven't already said. It's a, it's a good series. I'm I'm glad that it's here. Um, and hopefully people will pick it up and they will pick up 
um, similar series. Uh, but I don't know if you all want to go ahead and uh, close this one out. I can go ahead and sort of close it out if you all uh, don't have much else to say. We can go ahead and uh, finish this one up. Yep. Take us away. Sure. Yeah. Uh, where can we find you all online? Let's see. You guys can find me at Wander Dreamer on Twitter, where I yell about so many different things, including anime and manga. You can also find me writing at the OASG and co-hosting the podcast for the OASG. And occasionally, when grad school lets me go for a little while, I do write things on my blog, Narrative Investigations. <laughs> grad school hasn't let me go for a while, though, so. Eventually. Uh, Eventually. I'm, I'm on Twitter at Compassion McKay, and I do another podcast called the Taiku Podcast about sports anime, usually. Um, I'm on Twitter at Mangiorin. Um I do some editing for the OASG with Helen. Um, but again, you can always find me on Twitter. Um, but if that closes us out for the week, I don't know. I don't think that we have anything picked out for the next couple of weeks. Um, but it's we will. Us all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we will, uh, we will be back. Um, and we will have more manga in your ears here in a couple of weeks. Take care, everybody. Yeah. You said the title of the thing.